Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. Polish and Ukrainian Knights of Columbus have been working together to provide aid to the millions of refugees fleeing Ukraine amid Russia's assault on the country. Joining me right now to discuss this is uh, Schumann uh, Chuchek. He is uh, Director of International Growth for the Knights of Columbus in Europe. And uh, Schumann, good to have you with me. Thanks. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, 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 thank you very much for having me on the show uh, so that we can talk about the plight of the Ukrainian people who are really going for a terrible uh, loss of, of, of peace and uh of whatever they had uh, before the war. So thank you for, for having me. Sure. Uh, I understand that the Knights uh, are working on both sides of the border there, uh, both in Ukraine and in neighboring Poland. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, how, why that is a good uh, tactical move. Yes, so the Knights of Columbus are uniquely situated because we have members and councils on the both sides of the Polish and Ukrainian uh, border. Uh, we have established the Knights of Columbus in Poland in 2006, and uh, since then we, we've had uh, over 150 councils with almost 7,000 men across the country. And a few years later, uh, we established Knights of Columbus in, in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so because of the presence of the Knights of both sides, we have ability to respond to the needs immediately. And that's why within just a few days from the beginning of the war, we were able to get trucks full of supplies, medical supplies, food, and other necessities into Ukraine. And, and I also have to say that because of, of the fact that Knights of Columbus are part of this global uh, reality of the, of the order of Knights of Columbus, we have received uh, tremendous support from people from the United States and Canada. Our CEO of Supreme Knights, Patrick Kelly, immediately after the beginning of the war, uh, announced that the Knights of Columbus establishes Ukraine Solidarity Fund uh, and committed that Knights of Columbus will give $1.5 million. And the response of people across the, across the world in the United States from Knights, but also many of you who are not associated with the Knights, was tremendous. Within, from the very beginning, we've raised over um, $4.5 million, so wow. now it's over $6 million. So the the response is 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 very inspiring, and, and I'm very happy that people know that they can come to the Knights of Columbus and trust us that we will be able to deliver help to people who are in great need, and that's what we, we've been doing from the very very beginning. And what's also very important is that 100% of the donations that we receive for this cause are used to assist those directly affected by the conflict in Ukraine. So there's so no we overhead are there to help. There's no overhead because Knights of Columbus, we have our own operations, yeah. and we have dedicated our staff, our people, Very to work good. on this. So 100% of the donations can go directly to those affected by the conflict in Ukraine. And that's, I think, what uh, sets us apart. How Exactly how does this uh, work? How is What are the outposts that you have set up? Uh, do, do you have distribution centers? In other words, how does the aid actually reach the people who are fleeing Ukraine? Yes, yeah, so uh, the way it works is that uh, we have uh, members on both sides of the border. So from the very beginning, we of course, decided to work with the Knights of Columbus in Ukraine who have become members of a key committee that coordinate the humanitarian aid efforts. Uh-huh. So in Lviv, 
there's an anti-crisis committee uh, that is headed, headed by uh, Bishop Cava, Auxiliary Bishop of Lviv, and uh, he just joined the Knights of Columbus because he saw what the Knights of Columbus uh, are doing in Ukraine. He said, I want to join the Knights of Columbus. So this past Sunday, he joined the Knights of Columbus, seeing uh, what we are doing. So this crisis committee is made of Bishop Cava, but also state deputy, who is the head of the Knights of Columbus, and a few other members, but also Caritas. So their job is to coordinate uh, the the receiving of the of the humanitarian aid and distributing this to the um, people in need in Western Ukraine, but also in Central Ukraine. So that's happening on the Ukrainian side. On the Polish side, you have we have tremendous network of support, and uh, we have distribution centers where people, both councils, members of the Knights of Columbus, but also people of goodwill, can bring uh, goods, food, medical supplies, whatever is needed. That has been uh, that have, has been identified by the people of Ukraine, and we collect these things and we get them to our uh, to our to the warehouse by the Polish border, where we also uh, assist uh, in getting the aid into Ukraine. So that's what we've been doing. Hmm. And the other thing that we are doing is that we also so it's one thing to help people in Ukraine, which is very very important, that they don't forget that they are forgotten. They don't think that they are forgotten. That's really important that they feel. That we are uh, we are there to support them in whatever need they have. There's a huge number of uh, refugees who fled from central and eastern Ukraine towards western Ukraine. Um, so we, we, we had a chance to speak with Archbishop uh, Mokshitsky and his Beatitude Svetoslav Shevchuk, who addressed uh, this issue that there's a need to help refugees inside Ukraine. But on top of that, we also do things at the border. We have we have established. Knights of Columbus Mercy Huts, places where we can welcome refugees, where they can get some water, some food, and also uh, they can uh, they can warm up. Imagine this: many of them are waiting for hours at the border. Mm. So what they need to do to get uh, when they cross the border is the welcoming um, people who want to take care of them. So that's what we are doing. And and, and besides addressing the immediate needs, food, water and warmth, we also want to show them face of mercy. Yeah. We want them to show we want to show them that they are not alone. Uh, and that's why we established the Knights of Sons Mercy Hats and we are very pleased that we have partnered with Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy, the, the religious order that Saint Faustina belonged to. Mm-hmm. And that so that's why when the refugees come for the border, we want them to be welcomed by Knights of Columbus and also the Sisters of Our Lady of Mercy. So people can come, and they feel that they are not alone. Yeah. So that's what we've been doing uh, from the very beginning of the war. No, it's, it's, it's remarkable and wonderful uh, what you're doing there. And I don't know how long, and we, none, none of us know how long this invasion, this war will go on, um, but there, no doubt there's going to be problems uh, that are going to be more enduring uh, even after the cessation of hostilities, um, is there any plan for long-term care for any of these people? Yes. Yeah, so this is a, a great question. Um, that's why I think the Knights of Columbus uh, is very well positioned to to be here and address both the immediate needs, but also long-term needs. We are here for the long haul. That's how what Supreme Knight Patrick Kelly said, and that's why we encourage everybody who cares about the situation today but also in the future 
to support Ukraine Solidarity Fund. People can visit our website, kosc.org, and there's information how to donate. Why? Because we can contribute to the long-term process of helping Ukrainian people. We want to, yes, address the immediate needs, but we also want to uh, take care of them spiritually and also psychologically. And then right now, Poland has welcomed more than 1.8 million refugees. Oh. So these, these, this will create lots of you know, challenges yeah. uh, that will have to be addressed in the long term. But I, I also look at this as an opportunity for us, and as an opportunity to show the universality of the church, yep. because we have this amazing response from people from all over the world, Amen. the U.S. Yeah. and Canada. But we also can show the universality of the Knights of Columbus, that the message that Father McGivney, when he founded the Knights of Columbus, that we are there to support families, we are there to care for the widows and or- orphans. This is the reality on the ground today in Poland. And uh, and as we rejoice the beatification of Father McGivney, and we are hopeful that he will be soon canonized. Yes. The fact that what the Knights are doing today is a confirmation that his vision, his charism, his idea to take care for the um, vulnerable, for the widows and orphans, is uh, relevant today and has a universal uh, appeal. It certainly does. You mentioned uh, that the name of your uh, aid fund is uh, Solidarity. Uh, is that uh, intentional uh, re- reference to the... Uh, the 20th century Polish movement that uh, peacefully took the country back from uh, the communists in the 1980s? Yeah, so uh, thank you for bringing us up. Yes, our fund is called the Ukraine Solidarity Fund. So when I see this great outpouring of support in Poland, but also throughout the world, I, I recall what happened in Poland in the 80s when, inspired by John Paul II, the Solidarity Movement, which was the biggest um, uh, uh, union of workers in this, uh, under the uh, Soviet rule that led to the fall of communism, I think about it that this movement transformed the hearts and minds of so many people that led to the end of the, of the uh, Berlin Wall and the Cold War. And I believe that today, that this solidarity that we see every day in Poland and many other countries will also transform the hearts and minds of so many people so we can bring an end to this terror that people of Ukraine uh, uh, are suffering from. Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's wonderful work that you're doing there, and it's, it's encouraging to hear the Knights of Columbus being so um, immediately able uh, to you know, step into action and to hear that the Knights continue to be uh, spread throughout the world and that you've got... Uh, Again, uh, help on both sides uh, of the border. So it's uh, remarkable. How can people uh, contribute? Yes, yeah, so I encourage uh, every person who sees in the news what's happening in Ukraine. And if anybody feels where or asks himself this question, what should I do? How can I respond to this crisis that's happening on the other side of the globe? I encourage that person to join our movement, our, our initiative to support Ukrainian people and visit our website at kosc.org. And there's, a, uh, and there's a banner at the top of the page where you can have all the information. And we encourage people to, to donate because the, the funds are used 
for for causes uh, for for things that uh, Ukrainians are asking for every day. Every mm-hmm. day, I'm getting phone calls from uh, from uh, from Lviv and from other places uh, across Ukraine asking for help, how to get the aid into Ukraine, medical supplies, food, food for children. Uh, that, that's really a big issue because we see a huge influx of women with small children. And in these places where the refugees are staying at, this is a challenge, how to feed the children. So this yeah. is heartbreaking when you think about all these stories. Yeah, People who had to leave their belongings with just one suitcase, just one suitcase. Well, it's it's encouraging to know, uh, Schumann, that the uh, the knights are there, and I thank you for joining me today. We'll make sure that we have a link at our website as well, so people can help out. Thank you so much. Yeah, okay. thank you very much. Schumann Chuchek is Director of International Growth for the Knights of Columbus.